Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the newest episode of Semi Pro. My name is Dalton Barrett. Joining me today is my good friend Joshua Clements as we talk about the happening. <laughs> I cannot, for the life of me, understand why you made me do this. Like, what did I do to you to deserve um, this? You said to me, hey, we're going to watch a lot of bad movies for the podcast. Um, you have to watch every single one at least three times, and then we're going to talk about it. I have never said we have to watch every one at least three times. No, you did. I remember you saying that to me. You said you have to watch every one at least three times, probably closer to six. Well, yeah, we want to make sure we have an, an authentic uh, understanding of what the movie is before we talk about it. We want to be accurate to the people. <laughs> yeah, but then that means you also have to talk about The Happening, the best yeah. movie of all time. This was like, <laughs> this was wild. It was fun, though, but it was wild. I say it was fun. It wasn't fun. No, it was. It was a lot of fun. There are at least one or two moments in this movie where my face turned from a frown to a smile. You know? Yeah, mine, mine did that. Um, from about the one minute mark to, to the hour 30 mark, I think. Right, right. Yeah, you. I was watching you from your walls, and you were just super into this one. You watched this... Just clarification for those listening. You watched this movie... Like all the time, <laughs> I I have been said to have watched this movie all the time. In reality, I have just I put this movie on usually in the background or when I'm going to sleep because it's it's a movie with not much to it, which makes it nice when you don't have to focus on it. Yes, but also should be noted, you have on more than one occasion watched this movie twice in one week. Yes and no. Not not like <laughs> not I haven't like sat down and been like, yeah, you know what? I'm in the mood to watch the happening again. Um I just I I probably I think that one might have been a joke because we started talking about how much I watched the happening or how I like the happening. And I, I pretended to watch it twice and then just left it on the background while I did other stuff. Um because I, I very this was the first time in a while that I've sat down and just focused on the movie. And you shouldn't have. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I, oh, this movie does have its defenders, as we found out yesterday by reading some of the quotes by them on I, IMDb. I am, I'm convinced that those are just either people who are clearly delusional or uh, troll, troll quotes. The well, guys like me who, who pretend the, to like it. Most of the those reviews were from 2008. So they were people who had just seen the movie and left that review. Because IMDb just was around time. in 2008. Man, um, they were just ahead of time, you know? This movie makes me tired. I was Me and you were having this conversation beforehand. We were just fine. We were talking it up before we started recording. And then we started talking about the happening. And now I'm tired. Uh, let's, I'm going to let you do the plot breakdown because you know this movie like the back of their hand. Folks, there was one scene in this movie where something is happening and Josh says, I hate that Marky Mark closes the door here. And then a whole, like, three seconds later, Mark Wahlberg shuts the door behind him, a door that we didn't even know was there. Um, so Josh is handling the plot breakdown for the happening. Um, and I'm just, I... I don't remember what happened, so I need you to cue me back in. Uh, well, first off, unfortunately, Daniel's not here today because he made the right choice of choosing sleep over talking about the happening again. Correct. I was uh, just gonna gonna gloss over it, but yes, that is correct. <laughs> uh, if Dalton could, he would too. However, he is recording. Uh, if if I, you know, could be bothered to record, I'm sure I'd be doing this alone. Um, if you knew happening. what you were doing, you would if be I knew doing what I was this doing. alone. <laughs> Uh, so that happening. It starts off, you've got two people in the park, they're just chatting up, having conversations like 
average human goes. Um, I forgot about and the then, park scene. <laughs> all of a sudden, one of them kills themselves by taking out her hairpin and stabbing herself in the neck with it. Uh, and then we move on. Scene's done. Scene's over. You move on to a construction site where you hear the end of an unfunny joke uh, that sounds like it's probably mildly racist. And you then, don't know. It could have been a funny joke. I, I don't think it was. The, the way, you know, it's all about how you tell a joke. And he went, welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. I don't think it's funny. I, I, I think he should have been happened. Uh, but instead, people on the roof get happened and they all dive off. Uh, end of scene. And then you move on and you find out your, 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 your hero for this movie is Marky Mark, who's playing a science teacher. Who uh, is just he, so confused. He's so confused in every scene. Like, you know he's like a smart guy though, because he's got a sweater vest on. So and you know, it's eighty-four degrees out. We find out in a moment. <laughs> and there's like a news report that says it's eighty-four degrees, and he's perfectly fine. The the um, the thing with Marky Mark in this movie is it's it's his face because I think Marky Mark does an okay job at doing. He does as good a job as anyone else in this movie does with whatever they were given. Because um, Joey Deschanel, she's a really talented actress. I believe truly that Mark <laughs> Mark is a talented actor. Did you um, purposely call her Joey Deschanel? Yeah, I did. <laughs> no, I did not. Um, like, like this movie is full of people who are very, very talented. Um, but Marky Mark just looks confused throughout the whole movie. Like his eyebrows are constantly raised. And so I have to assume that M. Night Shyamalan asked him to do that. Like to build suspense or something? I, well, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone in this movie is failing to act because of their ability. It's just because M. Night Shyamalan's an insane person. It was like, no, no, keep this expression going. I want, I want, you know, the eyebrows need to be completely dented in towards the middle. Like, like, it, and it's it genuinely feels like, are you like ah? I hate it. Go on, go on, <laughs> please. Well, from here. You, you see him giving a, a science lesson. He's trying to get these kids invested in science. It, it's not going to work, but Which it's a bold move. Which is a whole move. other thing, too, because these <laughs> are like high school science kids. Like, he's supposed to be teaching them physics, and he's like, I need you to get interested in science so that you can become a scientist, which is just well, like... That, that's, of all the things in this movie, that is far from, like, the, the weirdest or the worst part. Because teachers always try and get you invested in their subjects so that, you know, they, they can, yeah, they can inspire you like, the way someone inspired them. It's usually like, oh, you need to be invested in math so that you pass this class, not so that you can become a professional mathematician. Sure, but scientists, I mean, it's the same with English teachers. You know, they're like, oh, you need to learn about this so that you can become a writer or so on and so forth. That, it, that's fine. Marky Mark's just trying to help these kids get invested. <laughs> sure, but whatever, man. What, what's not fine is that they seem to be living inside a, a university building and have the weirdest outlook I've ever seen. And uh, someone, just, someone comes in and is like, hey, Marky Mark, we need to talk to you. And it's the principal talking to all the teachers and they just go, it's a terrorist attack in Central Park. Get out now. <laughs> and I, I will say, it could be just that's what New York high schools look like. I don't know. I've never been to high school in New York. Uh, but yeah, so they say it's a terrorist attack. And they send all of the kids home from school, which makes sense. I mean, they they did that with with 9-11 and, and whatever. They that That's a thing. Um, especially if you're in a big city like Philadelphia. You want to you wanna protect your people or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I can see how they jump to the conclusion of this being a terrorist attack, but it's not that, like... Like, I get that it was supposed to be a reveal that it wasn't a terrorist attack, but it never feels like a terrorist attack. Like, it just feels like... Because they always cut to the close-ups of the plants. And it's like, well, if it was a terrorist attack, why would M. Night Shyamalan be focusing on the plants? This movie frustrates me. <laughs> Continue. Um... I'm also, no, I mean, for folks listening at home, I'm not in control right now. That also frustrates me. But I'm going to let Josh do the plot breakdown because I don't remember <laughs> what happened in this movie. Uh, I'm, I'm going off of this without any notes, too. So this is extra fun. Um, uh, then we we meet Marky Mark's wife, who's being played by Joey Deschanel, uh, who <laughs> is on cocaine for the entire movie. You also said Joey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm keeping it going. Um, yeah, so they keep cutting up to close-ups of her eyes. And, Again, I, and now I know it's a setup, 
but she just looks right. coked out of her brain. Her pupils it, are it, so dilated. She just looks like she's got like completely blue eyes. Like she looks like she's in Dune. Right. It's but it's so they're so dilated. There might as well not be a pupil because this girl is doing all kinds of cocaine. Um, <laughs> Joey Deschanel is just like. Which, once again, now I get it's a, it's a setup for the end of the movie, which we'll talk about in a minute, which is equally as stupid. <laughs> uh, um, you, you also missed the part where we pan through the park and there's the guy in the really, really, really rolled up jeans. Oh, yeah. No, that was later. That was later. Mm. I'm sorry. I thought it was now. Uh, it might have been. But there is a guy who rolls his jeans up long past his socks to, like, the middle with his, uh, his shin. It's borderline and rolled up to his knees. It's borderline criminal, if I we're want, being honest. With I ourselves. want that guy's story. Did he get happened? <laughs> what happened to that guy? He's in the middle of a park. He definitely got happened. He he took his uh, rolled up sleeves and hung himself with them or something. Did, did his jeans not protect him from what was happening? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the plants went, now nah, this, guy's, this guy's got drip. This guy That's won't ever procreate anyway. <laughs> we might as well just leave him alone. This guy clearly does not interact with human people. Leave him be. Um, uh, but yeah, then we cut to, to Joe Deschanel, who, beyond looking coked out, is just like staring at her phone, and a, a caller named Joey keeps popping up. Uh, She's which... calling herself. <laughs> She's like, you know, she keeps hanging up, and you're thinking, ooh, ooh, she. Well, you're not thinking this because you're not invested in the movie, but you should be thinking. Oh, is she cheering on Marky Mark? What's going on here? Uh, well, and also it's set up when uh, Joe Legs and Ammo says, uh, you know, that she wasn't ready to get married because she was crying she at crying. the wedding. <laughs> and also they, uh, Marky Mark tells him that, tells John Leguizamo, who's a math teacher at his school, who's his best friend, that they had a fight. Like they had one singular fight and now... Uh, John Leguini really hates her <laughs> to the point where I think he wanted to kill her a few points. Yeah, um, ap- apparently the fight was uh, in a deleted scene. It's only on the DVD. They're, they show the fight and the movie kind of opens with the fight to introduce you to these characters. And then he goes to work and then uh, Joey Legs and Ammo learns about the fight. And that and I think that would have been a more powerful way to, to do it. Um, but, you know. Well, to each his own. Well, you know, you, you got to watch the extended cut. Uh, right. This movie is just the right length. <laughs> Short. Um, it's 90 minutes on the nose. It, it's M. Night Shyamalan's shortest movie. Um, um, but yeah, so they... Uh, he, Marky Mark comes comes home. She's like, is it a terrorist attack? What are we going to do? And he immediately, he's just like, we're leaving. Let's go. Um so they pack up their things. They have like a, a sort of not not a proper argument, more like a tiff, where they have a disagreement, and uh, they they head to the train station to meet John Leguizamo and his daughter, who is I think might be his actual daughter because they look so similar. I I, it's, I it's researched creepy. up. It's not, but the picture at the end of the movie that she is given by Joey Dashhound is. A, a picture of her real mother with um, John Leggy Deggy Bobeggy. And oh, okay. so that's, that's, that's nice. kind of sweet. Yeah, wholesome. Um, Too bad his, uh, both of her parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they leave from Philadelphia. They're like, oh, you know, my, my wife's in uh, New Jersey. She'll meet us at uh, her mother's house. Uh, and so... Marky Mark and Joey Dakund are both like, okay, let's go. Uh, John Leguizamo just kind of gives her a weird look. And so she feels awkward and she goes, I'm not going to get to sit with you guys on the train. And she walks away. Well, she's mad uh, because she assumes that Mark Wahlberg told, okay. yeah. uh, told him about the fight, which he did. And she's mad about that. She's like, I'm not going to sit with you guys anyway. I, I hate both of you. I'm going to go sit on my <laughs> I, own spot. On I cried on my wedding day. <laughs> I cried on my wedding day, which means I wasn't ready to marry you, Mark Wahlberg of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Uh, you guys can sit together, but I'll sit elsewhere. Which you would think, you know, he would sit with his wife and <laughs> Joey's no. legs a lot would sit with his with daughter. His but no, but no, that's not how they no. do it at all. <laughs> 
Um, they're on the train. The, another weird part of this movie, I guess, is this. This is just Shyamalan trying to say, yeah, people in Philadelphia are friendly, which I know is not true. Um, but everyone talks to everyone else like they've known them their whole life. There, there's some woman who, at one point in the movie, just turns to Marky Mark and goes, hey, look at this video of this guy being murdered. I, I can see that when you're in, like, when everybody is equally freaked out trying to figure out what's going on and equally confused, I can see, like, a level of camaraderie that would happen between everyone. Like, I think that's that seems like the most realistic part of this movie is that in a time of, by this point, two different terrorist attacks happening in two major cities, like people would be communicating with one another, you know, um, trying to figure out what's going on. So that's not that far-fetched to me. Plus, they're not in Philadelphia anymore. They're in Filbert. And people in the small town of Filbert are definitely <laughs> chatting it up with one another. You can't, you know, you got to love Filbert. Um, isn't that the show that Project Horseman was filming? It was, uh. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the train breaks down, and that's how they wind up in Filbert. Right. The Marky Mark talks to the, the conductor, and is like, hey, uh, what's going on? And they go, we just lost contact with everyone. Uh, which, okay, sure. Um, oh, on the train, uh, Joey Desanel takes a call from Joey, and is like, hey, we just had tiramisu, and then hangs up. Uh so, you know, she she hasn't actually cheered on Marky Mark. She just had two of Masu with some guy. So she went to fun. dinner with a friend of hers from work. <laughs> right, and is is feeling unbelievably guilty about it. Now, she did lie about it, which is like, okay, so I can see where the guilt is coming into play. It's kind of like you caught these feelings at just the right time, and the right event happened to help you sweep them under the rug because had you let them... I get what he was going for, but, but it's... Uh... I but M. Night Shyamalan does not know how human people work or interact. Which seems, and so, to, be a, seems to be a theme in both these Marky Mark <laughs> movies and just the movies we watch on the podcast in general is just people don't act like people in these movies. <laughs> yeah. um, th- I mean, this is every single piece of dialogue between two people does not feel like something two people would say. And that's, you know, that's true in a lot of movies. But in this one, it feels like this whole movie feels AI generated. Mm. Like everything feels like it was written by an AI and M. Night Shyamalan just put plant bad. I mean, but Bob and hopped it at about the halfway point and he right. just looked at it and listened and watched the movie. And he said, this is got to be the worst dialogue I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> that, that was like maybe three minutes into it. What is it, what is it about the early two thousands and these these disaster type movies and just movies in general where the dialogue was? Did people not know how people talked in two thousand and I blame I blame Ronan Emmerich because I think he started the trend of like oh you don't need to write good dialogue as long as you got fun bits in your movie. But even in the Roland Emmerich movies, Independence Day, for example, is a bad movie, but it's super fun. The dialogue isn't great, but at least the actors are delivering it in a way that feels like they're human beings. This feels like a movie full of robots. <laughs> because it is. That, that's actually the, the twist in this one, <laughs> is that it's an alien planet. This is the planet that became the planet of the apes. Every person in this movie feels like Luke Skywalker from that episode of The Book of Boba Fett, where his voice was done using AI and his face was a CGI model. Every single person person in this movie feels like that. It's it's kind of incredible. Um, And so so after the train stops and everyone's trying to figure out what they're doing, and we see a lion kill a man in a funny death scene, um, they... They all decide, okay, we need to get a car and drive. We need to drive 2011. So Marky Mark's running around. He's like, we got a kid. Help us. And uh, John Leguizamo decides, hey, I'm going to abandon my daughter and find my wife. So I, I, you know, I need you guys to look after my daughter for me while I I go with these strangers to to find my wife in, where is it? Princeton. Yes. Um, Yeah. So, So he goes there. Which makes and, sense, but also it's happening there, so you probably shouldn't go there. Right, so, someone else like has a phone call at one point in Princeton and hears their daughter being happened. 
so like <laughs> so they so that's when Marky Mark assumes that that John legs times ten has Is been that? happened. And yeah. also, little girl. What's <laughs> Jess is her name? She yes, also yes. realizes that her father and mother have both happened to. Well, did, so shortly before John runs away, uh, Joey Deschanel, you know, just being a considerate person of the like eight-year-old child that is there, goes, "Hey, I'll hold your daughter's hand. Like, I'll, I'll look after her while you go and get your wife." And he, he just threatens to beat her. Basically. Yeah, he's like, "Don't you touch my daughter." And it's like, okay, all right, okay. man. I'll just let her run off and get happened. How about that? Like, uh, and so Marky Mark and Joey Dashhound, they get in the car with uh, the guy who who looks like uh, Count Dooku from the Clone Wars cartoon. <laughs> He's got the most crooked face you've ever seen. <laughs> it's so crooked and it's so long. Um, and, and he really likes hot dogs. He just he really lo- likes he hot dogs. He really likes hot dogs. And then we have the like the best still of the movie. The best still that is so subtle in what it's trying to convey, and it really begins to convey this message of like environmentalism and, and whatnot. But it does it in such a such a subtle, understated yeah, when, uh, way. When John leg in an arm uh Gets out of the car and cuts his wrist with broken glass. Yeah, we weren't there yet. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the podcast, Daniel. The part you're talking about is after that, though. Is, is it, it not? Maybe. I don't know. When is no, the game happen? It, no, I don't it, remember it, this movie. Uh, it's. I think it's the the John Leguizamo glass bit is after we see the greenhouse because they get in the car. And then I don't, I, Josh, I don't think you would know anything about the happening. <laughs> right? no, I, I wouldn't know anything about the happening whatsoever. Uh, uh, but yeah, so so it's this shot, and it's this huge wide shot of this dude's house and his greenhouse. And his house is on one side, and his greenhouse is on the other. And in the background are the steamiest smokestacks you've ever seen. <laughs> and they are massive. Like, they are huge. <laughs> Just right in this dude's backyard. And it's such a... It's such a subtle scene, you know. Like it, it so subtly conveys the message of. Wait, you think you think that had something to do with, with the message of the movie? That's just Philadelphia. <laughs> you think you think that had something to do with what was happening? <laughs> Wait, what was happening? What's some of the? What happened? Two thousand eight. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's there's, uh, just the worst shot you've ever seen, followed by. Marky Mark and his family go into the greenhouse, and the guy walks in and he goes, "You ever had, you ever had hot dogs? <laughs> I like hot dogs." He said, "I'm packing some hot dogs for the road. You guys want some? Hot dogs get a bad rap, but they're a perfect <laughs> Which, shape." I don't, and I don't know. If hot dogs, have ever have hot dogs ever gone a bad rap? Like, has everyone gone? Not nah, hot dogs. Not for I me. Think, yeah, I think around I mean, some people because they're like especially right because everybody like, was getting all healthy and whatnot. Yeah, and it's like the dirty. Yeah, everyone was eating more parts of a pig. Everyone was eating the uh, the the plants, which caused them to happen. <laughs> Two thousand eight <laughs> was before uh, before all beef hot dogs existed. That's when they everyone just had like dirty, dirty, dirty <laughs> pork beef chicken combo gizzard hot dogs. Now, right right around the time <laughs> that the hot dog conversation happens. Uh, and his wife brings out a, a vat of mustard, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. he, just, he just goes, hey, do you have the mustard? And she holds up like a cooler. <laughs> I think the implication was that the mustard was in the cooler, not no, that think, the, the cooler was filled to the brim with no, I mustard. Think it was, I think it's filled with mustard. He doesn't I, say I, you have ketchup or condiments. He just says mustard. I, you know? I, I think the hot dogs were probably in the cooler, Josh. <laughs> right. No, no. <laughs> Global cooling is part of the message of this movie, and and I wouldn't do True. that. Um, but what did M Night mean by this? Around this kind of time, we <laughs> cut back to John Leguizamo, who uh, he's in the car with people, and <laughs> despite driving on a straight road, they get jump scared by people who have been hanging. <laughs> Such a uh, stupid scene. They're, they're like they're driving, they're all looking around, and then the camera pans forward, and there's just a lot of people hanging from the trees, which they would have seen at least <laughs> five minutes ago. But the movie treats it as if they are also just seeing it for the first time, and then it holds on them for like five whole seconds. And after about two of those seconds, a girl screams. It took her two seconds to scream after the camera panned to the thing that she had been seeing for minutes. Yes. 
Cool. <laughs> cool. I love this movie. <laughs> Greatest movie of all time. <laughs> 10 out of 10. M. Night she, did it again. She she screams, and they all start, like, panicking. So John Leguizamo distracts her with a maths, maths question. If I gave you $1 a day, and then doubled that the next day, and then doubled that the day after, and I did it for a full month, how much money would you have? And she says Which is apparently like She says like Which is apparently over a million. Well, at first she said 10. And apparently it's over $10 million is what he said. And I just don't think that that's true. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> I think, it makes sense if you double it every day. Yeah, because you go like two to four yeah, to he only, he only said for a month. I don't think that would get you to $10 million. Well, no, because when, when you start getting to like, in about a week, you probably start getting to the hundreds. And then from no, the hundred, not even that. I just did it seven times and I got to like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. But while he's saying this and he's trying to distract this woman from the being happened, he looks up and he sees a, a the tiniest cut in the whole of this, like the, the roof of this car. The Which, by the way, they is when you turn around. Like you see that and you turn around, but he just ignores it and keeps driving straight into the happening. He got happened, dude. Well, they, they, by this point, they were already in the happening zone. And, uh, the, you know, it's too late for that. He's just kind of come to terms with it. The car then stops and then zooms into a tree. And the driver, like, flies out at muck speed. Uh, and apparently, everyone else died in that crash. But John Lang was almost fine. So he just gets out, sits down, and starts cutting his wrist with glass. And then he's out of the movie. He got his paycheck, and he was done. Well, uh, the the driver flies through the freaking windshield. <laughs> exactly, he dri- he flies through the windshield, and then everyone else apparently dies in the crash too, except for John. So who's, I don't know what- who's just perfectly fine and has has no blood on him or anything. His tie is just slightly loosened. His tie was loosened. <laughs> right. John legs the Alamo. His tie was very loose. Yes, I mean it wasn't even that loose. It was. It looked like just like he had like. A kind of late night drinking or something. And it was probably loose prior. We just didn't notice it. <laughs> right? I don't think there were any visible changes to his character after getting in that car crash that killed four other people. <laughs> because they rammed this Jeep into a tree. Also, <laughs> horrible car choice if you're going to drive through what's happening. Well, I don't think they were aware of how the happenings happened, did. Yeah, well, they I, knew, I, it, maybe, was, maybe they knew they it was airborne. Yeah. Yeah, they knew they knew it was Well, but they they were also like stranded at some random like gas station and he kind of just took the only car I that was available. True. Point is, John loves uh Alamo Steakhouse should have gone with Mark Wahlberg and Joey Dashhound and his daughter and his own child. <laughs> To get hot dogs. That's what should have happened. But that isn't Correct. what happened. Because it didn't... It didn't what's the happening? He got <laughs> happened. He did. He got happened. Josh, he, continue, he gets happened. please. He gets yeah, happened. Yeah, what else, what else happens in this movie? Uh, <laughs> so what else, the next, what else the next, is the happening? What's happening next is... Uh, they, Marky Mark and his family and the hot dog guy and his wife are driving through. And she goes, hey, is that some... Is that, that's some animals up ahead. So Marky Mark uh, steps out of the car, which is not a good move, Mm-mm. and looks at it through binoculars that he could have just done inside the car. Correct, <laughs> correct, uh, correct. And sees dead bodies on the road. So like, okay, that's a happening zone. You don't want to go. You, <laughs> and you I can remember, kind of, he, sa- he says, oh my God, it's the happening 2008. <laughs> and you, I remember, I was like, why is he getting out of the car? And Josh, you just started defending it. You were like, no, it's Josh, fine. Josh, <laughs> every time that me and Dalton criticize something in this movie, Josh just defended it with his life before we even finished the criticism. I don't think it really makes sense that he's he's getting out of the car. Shouldn't he be getting happening? Like, no, no, no. Actually, there's... Uh, he's a certain distance away. The wind hasn't hit him yet, so he wouldn't be getting happened in. I, I just said, I just said, you know, this part the movie's the got the answer. The movie's got the answer. Um, this movie doesn't have any answers. No, it it it, it had answers. It had answers. Especially when happening. we get to the reveal of what is happening, which Josh is about to give us here momentarily. Well, um, there's a little bit. There's a little bit before that because. Uh, they're going, okay, we can't go to that happening zone. We need to back out. So they start driving right. back then we, up the road. Then we meet, um, we meet Buster Blue from <laughs> Arrested <laughs> Development. Shows up. 
Buster Booth comes down and he's like, no, that it's happening down there too. <laughs> and then another car comes up at the same time and goes, oh, it's happening down there too. Well, like, and like, like, oh. like five other cars come up all at the same time. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it, it's all happening down these roads. So they're just kind of stuck at this like little cross section. And uh, there's a guy who happened to live here, luckily, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, Oh, uh, the happening, <laughs> the happened. Uh, he goes, yeah. So it's happened all around here, but there's a little <laughs> small village down there. You know, it's not even on the maps. Uh, it should be fine. It should be safe. Let's all go there. And for some reason, they decided to split into two groups, which just meant that one group walked slightly faster than the other group because <laughs> uh-huh. uh, they were going the same place, the same way. Uh, and as we do that, the, the hot dog man is walking up there with Buster Bluth, who just starts saying his firearm is his friend, <laughs> and it will not leave his side. Most uh, sane Buster Bluth moment. <laughs> <laughs> Most sane U.S. Army member. Um, and uh, he just he shoots himself. Then everyone in that group starts picking up the gun and shooting themselves, uh, which causes... <laughs> it well, at least that was the very subtle implication that M. Night gave by having right. multiple gunshots go off after showing a scene exactly like that where <laughs> multiple someone gunshots shoots themselves and then everyone else picks up the gun and shoots themselves. <laughs> and that's when but, Mark uh, Wahlberg starts to figure out what is happening. Right. Well, Some, yeah. Somehow that's when, when Mar- genius Marky Mark, who I totally believe is an intelligent person in this movie. No, no. Figures the, the, everything out. What happens first is Joe Deschanel's like, I, we can't be... Joe, yeah, uh, what's her name? Yeah, Joe Deschanel. <laughs> um, you, we can't be, was it, uh, un, uninvolved observers or something like that, as if this is uh, anyone's doing. And their idea to well, fix this is to go and walk towards the gunshots. To shots. be fair, they do think it's someone's doing at the moment. No, they've said multiple times it's not a terrorist attack. Yeah, but the, everybody still believes it's a terrorist attack, which is a, a contention right. I had with the movie because they keep saying it's not a terrorist attack, and yet everyone still thinks it's a terrorist attack. Well, do you believe what you see on TV? I don't believe anything. Right. <laughs> so. I, only believe, I only believe in what's happening. Um, <laughs> I but... only watch Fox News. <laughs> Mark, Mark, Marky Mark says the best thing ever. He goes, be scientific, douchebag. Which it's is an improvised line. line. He he improvised that line, and it's about the only line that has any resemblance to something Marky Mark would actually say, um, <laughs> or a human he, being, or any human being in this movie. And he goes like, "Okay, it's attacking large groups. Let's split up into smaller groups, and it works. The the wind goes around them. Uh, they don't get happened." Which I would uh, like to note, there were five people in the car. That uh, uh, John loves his mother was in. Mm-hmm. And there were five people in the group that Marky Mark and Joey Dashhound are in. Yeah, and three, three of those people are children. In the, in it the doesn't, that doesn't matter. Yeah, why, why, does that, why does that change anything? He keeps saying the that. Is, they are, they the, are reveal that the reveal that so... it's smaller groups of people is stupid. <laughs> It, you know, it's they're, they're smaller people, so they they you, the, the wind doesn't recognize them as much as the two the, of them are borderline grown teenagers. And when John Legan, when John Legan and Arm got happened, did he was in a car, so the wind was the wind was getting at them through a tiny little slit in the roof of their jeep. That's mu- that's much less um, wind to person ratio. Then a group of five people in which two of them happen or three of them happen to be children, two, you know, f- fat teenagers, by the way, barely children. They were like like little midget men. <laughs> um, they weren't even that short. They were as tall as Marky Mark. Right. They, one of them is called Josh. Uh, <laughs> all right. That's so why Josh, you love this movie you, so much. You, you, you're defending this scene and it's <laughs> stupid. Yes. You're defending this movie and it's stupid. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so that they don't get happened, uh, and they they walk to a model house, which just continues the Arrested Development connection that this movie never right. made. Uh, Does this movie take place in the Arrested Development cinematic universe? <laughs> this movie want to be Arrested Development so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, but 
as, as they're there, you know, they, they have a little gag where Marky Mark tries to drink water, a liquid or whatever, and it's it was it's wine. Fake. It was wine. <laughs> Marky Mark is an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> he also talks to a plant. Um, <laughs> yeah, a plastic. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Hey, we're just trying to to pass through here." I'm sorry. And he comes to the realization that he's talking to a plastic plant. And he All says that. Them... He says, I'm talking, it's plastic. I'm talking to a plastic plant. As if it's not equally as weird to be talking to a real plant. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if it was a real plant, then it would have been fine. Yeah. I don't think what it would have been. What are you stupid? <laughs> I guess. I guess um, I am. But yeah, so then, then they move on. Because I watched this movie with the two of you. <laughs> then then they, uh, they moved on. Uh, they find another house that's been like boarded up. They found another house that's been <laughs> oh, <happened. the, laughs> Which leads to the, the best the best scene in the movie. This is the best scene in the movie. Uh, so they, they walk up to this house that has like boarded up windows and they it's almost like one of the kids is like, Hey, I can I can Josh. see someone moving in there. It was Josh. Josh started being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, and then Josh Josh starts being an asshole. And he just goes like, we're going to kill you. <laughs> I'm going to break into your house and murder you. Because um, they're just trying to get some food for, for Jess. Uh, right. And not, then, not Jess, the new girl, Zoe Deschanel. Jess, the name of John the child. Linguini's Jess the child. daughter. Who looks like it was his real daughter. Yeah, we, right. we've been over that. Right. right. But uh, so he, what does he say? We're just trying to get some food for a little girl, you pussy. And uh, correct, those are his exact words. That sounds like that sounds like a made up line. That's what (laughs) he says, right? He literally says that verbatim. And then, shortly after saying that, a uh, it's like it's shot almost like a comedy scene, (laughs) not even almost like just straight up. (laughs) Like, okay, so you, you see the kid, right? The kid is the center of the frame, and then from outside the frame, basically, a gun just pokes in and shoots him. Yeah, like the door like creaks open and a shotgun just pops out from the darkness. And I see the shotgun come in out. The and what goes through my brain is they're not going to shoot the kid. <laughs> and then they shoot the kid. And then the shotgun goes back in. And just like an episode of Scooby Doo, it then comes out the window and shoots the other kid. This time in the face. In the head. And then, uh, and then Mark and Mark's Oh, well, that's a shame. And and Mark, Mark, Mark is, Marky Mark is really confused by this. <laughs> Marky Mark continues to be confused. Uh, and, and But they're like, oh, I guess we'll just move on. Well, I mean, to be fair, what else are you going to do? They're going right. to shoot you if you stay there. And you don't yeah. want new girl, little child to get also brutally murdered. So you you move on, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess. yeah i suppose so i but uh so they, they move on and they find a house run by mrs jones i think her name is mrs jones and me tell <laughs> Who, each other fairy tales and she, she's she's just like sitting on her porch and she's like what do you want she, get, she gets really she gets really upset when marky mark looks at her lemonade <laughs> for some <laughs> I, reason you I want some really of my get. lemon drink I don't even call it lemonade. I don't, it's lemonade. I don't get her character because I, I think it's meant to be, you know, insanely paranoid. But then it doesn't come across as paranoid. It comes across as like bipolar. It comes across right. as she's already been happened. Right. It pretty much. Yeah. It comes across as she's a schizophrenic person. <laughs> pretty much. Um, and then she's like, "Yeah, you guys can stay here." Uh, she invites him to dinner, and this poor hungry orphaned child is like I'll, <laughs> I'll have a biscuit and she slaps her hand away <laughs> um and then then they, they all go to bed marky mark wakes up the next day no no before marky well, mark wakes up uh well, first she she accuses them of trying to steal because they they she hears them whispering i guess uh-huh. she says are you trying to steal from me <laughs> right and mark, mark no no <laughs> Are you, are no. you going to murder me in my sleep? Are you going to kill me as I lay down? And like, no. no. Mm. Mm. 
<laughs> which is the absolute sign that Marky Mark will definitely murder her right. in her sleep. Um, Despite Marky Mark being the protagonist of this movie, based on that delivery, I fully believed that he was going to murder her in her sleep. Absolutely. Without a doubt. No doubt. No question. And he didn't, and I was horribly disappointed. Worst movie of all time. She murders herself, and <laughs> right. So. But well, he he wakes up the next morning, and uh, his his wife and the child are gone. So he 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 thinks he sees Mrs. Jones like and laying in me bed. Tell each other fairy tales. And uh, he he, <laughs> he goes over. He goes over. And he's talking to her. <laughs> he's talking to her. She's she's trying to say something, and he, it's a, like a wooden doll. That is speaking to him. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. You said that when we were, the doll was never speaking to him. It was the the crazy old schizophrenic woman was just talking, and she was off frame. Well, he he turns around, and she's like, she's really annoyed at him for something, and she's like, "Get out of my house." Well, she thinks That's that it. he's trying to steal her doll. Yeah. Because she's a crazy Josh, old paranoid. We, lady. How are we tracking with happening better than you? <laughs> Come on, man. This is your movie. I told you, I've never seen this movie before. <laughs> um, <laughs> but right, so what else happens in this movie? So next up, she goes outside, uh, I think, to pray or to just check on her like flowers. And as she's out there, she gets happened, which is this is a big deal. This is a big deal in the movie because is before it? now, before now, singular people weren't being happened. It was people in groups, except for they so were. But okay, <laughs> right? They, they were. This is this is a big deal. She gets happened, but she also like she doesn't get happened in. Well, I guess I guess it does make her kill herself, but uh, it makes her kill herself by also trying to kill Marky Mark by walking up to the windows and I just smashing them open. True. I just don't think. I think she was just killing herself. I don't think the implication is that she was also trying. To <laughs> yeah, kill I think because she was she was banging her head on the wall, like, and she kept going like around the house as she was banging her head. She just she realized just happened that, to reach the window. Yeah, she just happened to reach the window, and then she happened to realize that that was an easier way to happen herself. Like, no, yeah. she was she was trying to kill Marky Mark. This was uh, this was where the scene where I, go, I can't believe Marky Mark's going to shut the door happened. And <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it was really this that is the part was, where, where Josh revealed just how many times he had seen this movie. That was the moment where <laughs> where Josh's sanity just went out the window. <laughs> right. That was a long time ago, if we're being honest. Um, but this is the moment we realized it. <laughs> <laughs> so Marky Mark like locks himself in and he figures out that uh, Alma and Jess are like Alma down the garden in a mean, shed somewhere. We have not established what her name is so far. It's Joey Dachanel. <laughs> yes, right. The new girl. They also just kind of they basically dropped the whole like Joey thing because it was nothing in the first place. Well, they talked it no, out. No, that was what do you mean? That was the the cameo from the greatest director of all time. <laughs> but they talk it out. She tells Marky Mark about Joey, and Joey says, or not Joey, <laughs> Marky Mark says, oh. He says that he, he went and bought lean <laughs> for, like, bought for like $10 just to talk to a pretty girl at the pharmacy. Which is Man, not nearly goes, as bad as going on a well, date she, with someone, but we'll, we'll goes, let it slide. Well, just after she goes, are you joking? And she, he goes, yes. And she's like, thank you. So I don't know where she was going with that, but uh, they they that part's over. They're happy now. What is it with Marky um, Mark and Lean? <laughs> Marky Mark just loves Lean. Marky man. Mark loves Lean. He went through the Lean um, portal in Planet of the Apes. Uh, the drug in in Max Payne was Lean. Mm. Is there Lean in Daddy's Home too? There's got to be somewhere. Probably the he those just, nine year old girls were sipping on something. He, yeah, I was gonna say he just straight up drinks Lean at one point. <laughs> He just makes lean for Will Ferrell. That's what was actually in the Cocoa Cups. <laughs> it was the uh, makeup I wish, lean. I wish we were still talking about Daddy's Home too. <laughs> Man, I wish we were still watching Daddy's Home too. All right, keep. Going. Uh, I don't. I, wanna, I like the happening. Yeah, I wanna, okay, I what else happens this. in this movie? But we're, close, we're close to the end. You got this. We're in the yeah. home run now. 
This uh, so mo- you mean the his home wife, stretch? his wife, and no, it's no, home. He said what he meant. <laughs> I tell you what I meant. We're in the home run now. <laughs> yeah. He uh, his <laughs> wife and the child are like in a shed down the bottom of garden, uh, just playing around, and he's like, "The happening." So they shut the door, uh, and lock themselves in because they're like, "Oh, we have to stay safe." And he's locked himself into a room because he has to stay safe. And they're communicating and they- through <laughs> through a pipe. <laughs> Right, they're, they're communicating yes, through a pipe. They're talking which, through a pipe. Which among, like, in everything in this movie, it's hardly the, the least weird part. I don't know, um, man. It's pretty weird. It's pretty odd that these two pipes just connect to one another. I, I, I don't know about that. There's the just an exposed pipe I mean, that's, pipe kind, that's, from kind, of the what, that's kind of what pipes do. Yeah, right, they, they connect. <laughs> Hold on. But there's an exposed copper pipe from the shed to the house with no purpose other than just being there so Mark Wahlberg can communicate oh, with Joey you, know, you, don't, you don't know that there was no purpose. And that, that pipe might have had a purpose and then it's just outgrown its purpose. What would the purpose yeah, have much been? Much like you. What would the purpose have been to connect a pipe with the shed I don't know, man. House? I'm not an architect. I'm, I'm not, not a piper. No, I don't, I don't be laying pipe out here. I'm not Neil Green. <laughs> but uh, no, either way, they're just talking to each I other. They make up. of a builder. But here I dreamt I was an architect. True. Either way, Marky Mark's talking to his wife. And they, uh, <laughs> Once they again, make up. needs to be noted. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the exposed pipe in the thumbnail. It's just an exposed pipe that goes from the shed to the house. Yeah, do you not have like, like light switches that don't do anything anymore because they've, they've been outgrown their uses? I'm, I think, no, I think what he's saying is he doesn't see what the use could have been in the first place. I don't. Yeah, it's it's more Which that I there also would, don't, but I don't know anything. About <laughs> there would so never there, have been, been a very use. Obvious I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure there was probably some use in the Civil War when Mrs. Jones was young. I mean, maybe <laughs> like. Oh, she does mention that. Okay, hold on. It's all coming back to me. She uh, says it's a. She says it's a still water. No, like, no, 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 no. She shed. says that the shed used to be used to hide slaves during. Um, uh, during the uh, the Underground Railroad. Did she say that? She did say that, yes. She said that earlier as they... <laughs> I feel like it didn't commit. happen. If Josh doesn't remember it, I don't think it <laughs> she happened. Says, she says something about um, that it used to be a place for, for slaves to, 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 to escape or whatever. That's a thing that's said. So that would make sense why the communication pipe is there. It's all coming together. Maybe I'm just confusing this yeah. with Kenobi because I'm also watching the Underground Railroad unfold mm. in a Star Wars TV show. But I don't think so. I'm borderline positive that's a line of dialogue that is said in this movie. It might be. Who's to say? I, see, M. Night's law of everything. But they, they decided, like, oh, we can't keep running from this. It's, it's going to catch up to us eventually. And they decide to, to walk out into the, the grass to happening to be together. Um, but they decide to through. kill themselves in front of this little girl as opposed to <laughs> leaving her safe. Well, there in, were, the, 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 the little girl was going to be the little girl was going to be killing herself, too. So, I mean, yeah, but you still probably like I get you love each other, but you should still probably happen separately. Well, no, then, cause nah. then, then the little girl would see you get happened. Right. Then this this Holy way, crap, you, Fortnite. This, this way, the the little girl was not the imposter. <laughs> the little girl was sus. She vented. Um, she's gonna vent, but <laughs> she's they, they walk out. They walk out, and it's it's nine fifty eight. It's nine fifty eight a.m. That's very important because we find out the event stops at nine fifty seven the next day. The day before, so they survived. They did survive. They survived. So stupid. I hate this movie. So stupid. They decided to leave a minute after it happened. <laughs> it was done happening. And then they just go on back to their normal lives. We cut to three months later, and they've adopted the little girl. Oh, and the best, the be- then the best shot of the movie <laughs> where uh, coked out new girl um, f- finds out that, <laughs> that she's pregnant. Um, and her eyes turn into hearts like a cartoon character. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> That's so completely stupid. real. I, my favorite part about it was I, I said it, and you two just didn't believe me whatsoever. We had <laughs> to rewind. Just say, you it. said it and rewinded it, 
and I still didn't believe you, even though I was seeing it. <laughs> I still don't believe you, and it's etched <laughs> in my brain. I can see the Im- the still image in my brain right now, and I, I can don't see believe the hearts it. in her coked out eyes. I love it. Uh, yeah, and then then, <laughs> and the, then it the, happens again. The sequel, the the sequel tease is uh, it's happening again, but in France this time. I don't know if it it's ends. a sequel tease as much as it's like. M. Night, That's a sequel tease. M Night trying for, to set up the like, movie. No, that was the that was the M Night twist. <laughs> no, I <laughs> think that it wasn't was, actually over. I think it was more like this is inevitable. It's going to happen no matter what. I don't see it as much as a sequel tweet. No, it's a sequel tease for the happened. But they, because <laughs> uh, this movie, th- this movie is M Night Shyamalan's horrible, horrible love letter to like old school Hitchcock style horror movies. Um, now it's. <laughs> It's more like it's also a, a love letter to the earth. Yes, we'll get to that in a moment. Um, it's more like if if you have a stalker and they write you a love letter and it's the worst thing ever. That's what this movie feels like to Hitchcock, Alfred Hitchcock himself. Um, but the Hitchcock movies, they would always kind of end super ambiguously and with this like twist of of. It's not over. It's going to keep happening, even though our good guys are safe. They, it's they, going to keep the happening, 2008. And I, I think that's more what it was, rather than a sequel set up. Also, Josh, can you repeat to me how many times they said the happening in this movie? <laughs> uh, happening and variations, therefore, happen about 25 times in the movie. <laughs> and we laughed at every, every single, single one. one of them. We, we started clapping and applauding like little monkeys. <laughs> like when I saw a movie, we were, we were hooting and hollering. I, I did a backflip at one point. <laughs> I did three, and then I tried to shoot Marky Mark with a phaser gun. <laughs> I love this movie. I, I hate this movie. <laughs> this movie, I will say, is moderately funny bad. But it's also... Just so incomprehensibly stupid. Yeah, I think it's it's just it's so du- it's more frustratingly stupid than it is comedically bad. I, I don't think it's frustratingly stupid. I just think I, it's, it's frustratingly, frustratingly stupid. stupid. I just think it's baffling. Like it's baffling that he, first off, and someone went, yeah, just give him full reign. It's fine because he'd already made two bad movies by this point. And then not only did they give him full reign, he he. Did this? He made this, presented it to studio, and they went, "Yeah, uh, let's, let's release this." <laughs> I yeah, this what, looks like this looks like absolute garbage. Release it. It's a whole lot more hey, likely that. that what happened is they saw the final cut of the movie and they thought, "Oh no, we've already put so much money into this. <laughs> I guess we've got to release it." I'd say that's a whole lot more likely to be what happened. I wonder how much movie money this. I wonder how much movie this money made. <laughs> Josh, Google it. How much money? Jamie, did this pull movie that up. Make? How much? How much movie money made? How much make? movie main, money makey? <laughs> Just uh. Google that. Don't Google how much money <laughs> the happening make. Just Google how much money did this movie make. Okay, first off, first off, what do you think the budget for the happening was? Uh, well, I, I already looked it up, so I can't guess. Seventy-four trillion dollars <laughs> 74, <laughs> half, 74 half billion dollars <laughs> um the budget for the movie was 60 million okay. and it made it how much you think it made like unironically how much you think it i'm made? gonna say 74 because you just said that number and it's weirdly specific it's it's not that number <laughs> <laughs> it's one half a million dollars <laughs> <laughs> it it is it made 160 million dollars so it made back its its budget. It, it, I guess it was a technically a success. <laughs> on I a guess. technical level, this movie was a success. On all <laughs> other levels, it was a complete and utter failure. I I also I've just found uh, two YouTube videos called "The Happening Two Official Trailer." <laughs> Real? Uh, one is made by the Philly Captain, and the other one just says "The Happening Two Starring Paris Hilton." yeah no that's that's real this movie does have its defenders like legitimate people who defend this movie and i and but they're they're not allowed out you know (laughs) they aren't they aren't allowed out without supervision genuinely i i can't wrap my brain around 
this movie. Yeah. Also, hold on. I just yeah. We should have watched Morbius instead. Did you know that in Morbius, um, Matt Smith's character is named both Milo <laughs> and also Zenu Crown. <laughs> Lucian. I'm pretty sure, sure Loxious Crown is what Jared Leto prays to. <laughs> right? I think that that's what he makes the the 15-year-old girls he inducts into his cult call him. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I'm According holding. to Disasterpedia Wiki... The Happening 2 Invasion of the Zombies is an upcoming disaster horror film about zombies <laughs> attacking Chicago. This film is going to be directed by M. Night Shyamalan. I just don't think that's true. <laughs> uh, think the film is to perhaps. be released on June 9th, 2013. Yeah. Oh, no, I remember that. Filming began on June 15th, 2012 and ended. <laughs> is this movie? It just, did this movie... It just says and ended. This... It doesn't say ended when. It just says it ended. It's it done. Ended. It's, it's gone now. And did this movie... Did this, did this movie get filmed and just never released? What is it? What is it? What is this website that claims that this happened? Disasterpedia <laughs> Wiki. It's <laughs> oh, okay. a legitimate thing. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, I believe them. The, the plot is Dr. Jackson Courtright and his best friend Dave Mack conduct a series of experiments on African Americans, which leads to a zombie virus in Chicago and threatens to send the human race into extinction unless they can. Fu- oh no! What? I don't want to read. I don't want to finish that. Don't read the plot. Hold on, I gotta go back. I'm, I've left the page. Okay, the plot breakdown. Dr. Jackson Courtright. Oh, I got an ad for the Batman man. <laughs> Dr. Jackson Courtright and his best friend Dave Mack conduct a series of experiments on African Americans, which leads to a zombie virus in Chicago and threatens to send the human race into extinction unless they can find a way to eliminate all black people. Uh huh. <laughs> That's what the plot breakdown says on this wiki. I'm, I have a feeling. I, think, I have a feeling. I think perhaps, I think perhaps <laughs> this is not a legitimate movie. Maybe Sam Raimi directed it. <laughs> Maybe Sam Raimi created Disaster Idea. How long do you think this has been up here? Like, you know, th- th- it's like those Wikipedia pages. Sillyguy.fandom.com slash wiki slash the happening to invasion of the zombies. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah what happened? it's probably a while. I found another article for something called The Happening Part 2 Goners with the Wind. But <laughs> Montages Magazine. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> but there's nothing in the actual article about a movie called The Happening 2. It's just like what they would do with the happening to goners with apparently the the, uh, the the script title was the green effect hmm. mm-hmm. that's Correct. better than the happening if i'm being honest i hate this movie uh i saw a lot of people in various reviews defending this movie comparing it to the coronavirus no what not there, are people, there are people who are comparing it to hitchcock well right. yes but like also, a lot of people also the coronavirus uh, right. man, this is just like frustratingly stupid, Daniel. I think you worded it perfectly. Uh, it certainly was one of the movies we've watched for the show. If you're a fan of, if you're a fan of Mark Wahlberg and M Night Shyamalan, if you really like that confused face that Mark Wahlberg makes, <laughs> and you want to see him do it for an entire movie. Watch this. If you want to see him do it for 90 minutes, <laughs> watch this movie. Uh, but other than that, I really can't think. Because it's like... I. And this movie has destroyed your brain. <laughs> we, we like... I enjoy watching movies. <laughs> we? I like watching movies that are bad, but also funny. And there were several scenes in this movie where I laughed. There are some, some. Oh yeah, absolutely. There are some great things. The death scenes are pretty great, but it's a schlog to get through about half of this movie, uh, because it's it's not even that it's boring. It's still somewhat interesting, and and even funny stuff happens. 
but it's so stupid <laughs> that it's borderline frustrating. And also, not even borderline. It just is. <laughs> and also, this, this movie, movie frustrates was me. Released theatrically in theaters. <laughs> this looks like a direct-to-video sci-fi. Like it's it's ugly looking. For 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 reference, after after watching this, we were just like talking, and we put on. This was like in a recommended bit. It said, "Why don't you watch Fear Farm with a pH? <laughs> we put on Fat Farm." We put on Fear Farm, and Fear Farm looked more like a movie than The Happening did. To yes, be fair. It's like significantly more. Fear Farm came out in like 2019, so it was 11 years right. after The Happening. It was 11 years after care. it happened. A film, I don't even care. Even if it came out in the 19... If, if The Happening came out in the 1960s, a film called Fear Farm should <laughs> not look like more of a movie than something made by right. the guy the who made Fear Farm is. I'm gonna let that up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't know. It, I would not. I, I know we're gonna all give a recommendation slash not recommendation. I, I, I wonder who's gonna say what. <laughs> I personally am not gonna recommend this movie unless you really want to watch this movie. Because I will say, like, you know, if you really want to watch it, and you can get through how frustratingly dumb it is. Go for it. Because there is some funny stuff in there, and you will probably find some enjoyment at laughing at this movie. Um, but other than that, like it's not funny enough to for me to ever watch again. It's not going to be in my list of regulars that I like to schlock on. For whatever reason, it's in Josh's. <laughs> it's It's been in Josh's for years. Uh, but yeah, no, that's going to be my recommendation. Just because this movie was so stupid, it frustrated me. And there's some bad movies that, like, I love to watch. This is not on that list of them. It's too it's too comprehensible and yet also completely out of touch with the world. And for that reason, I hate it. <laughs> Daniel? Oh, yeah. Nope. Josh, you're um, going last. <laughs> this movie um, happened. Truth. <laughs> I want. Movie, I want. I want to recommend this movie because I did unironically enjoy, or I guess I'm not, I'm not unironically. I <laughs> ironically enjoyed parts of this movie, but I can't. I can't, in good conscience, suggest that you watch this. <laughs> Just look. Look up the scene. Look up the death scenes on YouTube, and maybe the scene of Marky Mark talking. To pl a plastic plant. Look up funniest <laughs> happening scenes compilation. What, what Look you, up top best ten moments. funny Family Guy moments. <laughs> <laughs> Look up top ten friends moments, <laughs> and then you appreciate the happening more. <laughs> Look up top ten uh, Grey's Anatomy moments. Mm. God, I can't keep doing this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's it's the Marky Mark confused face for me. Uh, it's the Marky Mark eyebrow. I, despite what you know, what has been said, I don't think people should watch. This. Like, I don't think you should sit down and watch this movie. But I do. I, I enjoy. You should however, stand up and watch this movie. <laughs> you should stand up because you'll be in constant applause. Um, no, I, I, I put it on in the background, or I put it on when I'm falling asleep, and that's about the only two times I can recommend this movie. I think it's fine for one viewing because you'll watch it and you'll go, hey, that was kind of funny, like in a bad way. And then you can move on with it. I think it's a perfectly fine movie to watch with a group of friends. But if you're making fun if, of it. Yeah. Yeah. If you are if you have a group of friends who you like to watch bad movies with and somehow you haven't yet seen The Happening. <laughs> right. Then put it on with your buddies and watch it. Don't watch this movie by yourself <laughs> because that would be so sad. Don't even put it on in the background by yourself because that would be so sad. Only people with horribly sad, disgusting lives would ever watch this movie alone. Correct. <laughs> I, I don't know. I can't do this anymore. I think, I think I'm putting up the podcast hat. Well, it was a good run. <laughs> it was. It was good. I think no, God, I, don't have, I don't have to watch. What, 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 what ratatouille or whatever? <laughs> ratatouille. ratatouille. I guarantee right. you, we will get more enjoyment out of ratatouille than we got out of the happening. 
I just don't think that's We'll true. get more enjoyment out of Ratatouille than we will out of the movies we're watching for the next month. <laughs> and you know it, Josh. <sighs> so, I, as I didn't suggest the Shabbatown sweep. As the happening <laughs> and, and the Marky Mark sweep come to an end, which I know, it's a sad day. We got kids crying. <laughs> kids crowing. <laughs> Man, my kids just crowed. <laughs> as as the this Marky movie Mark had sweep, me in, had me crowed the whole time. <laughs> as the Marky Mark no, sweep crying. sadly comes to an end, we transition into a much worse thing that we're doing <sighs> because we just watched an M Night Shyamalan movie and we all hated it and despised it. We decided, why don't we watch four more? So next <laughs> week we kick off the M Night Shyamalan sweep with the visit. I think, just for the record, I think at least at least three of these four are going to be fun. I don't think that. I think you're giving M Night too much credit. I think at least at least, at least in total a full movie in parts throughout these four movies. <laughs> Josh, what is so the like, third? Like one? half of one. I, could I, see. I think probably Avatar. I think Josh. Yeah. Josh said he was excited for Avatar. I, I think Avatar is going to be funny. I'm, but I'm slightly excited for Avatar as well, just because I, I haven't seen it in so long. I, I, I've only seen. It. I, I've only mm, heard Halloween from this. Like, you know, I, I saw it years ago, and I can't remember a single thing from it, but I just remember, right. I just remember how everyone hates it. <laughs> I, I remember, remember the fish, and I remember not liking it, despite being a child <laughs> who this movie I, I remember, was made for. I remember being 10 years old and thinking, no. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm excited to watch it as a 22-year-old man. <laughs> and think the exact same thing. Hey, do you guys remember... You guys remember we were watching the Star Wars prequels, and we were like, "Man, these are bad." <laughs> and now, and now, man, M Night Shyamalan makes me like the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, it's time to wrap up. Thank you for watching, everybody. Right. If you are uh, watching on YouTube, just so you know, the audio version of these comes out on our streaming platforms one week prior. Uh, do something. With your life that is not watching the happening, make something of yourself that is not doing this podcast, and we'll see you on the very next episode uh, of Semi Pro. Uh.